Let's talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. That's right. No more excuses. Get your lazy ass off the couch. Go start a podcast. There's the creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone with computer. Once again, no more excuses. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Could it be easier? Even better, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. They're paying us for this ad. Thank you very much, Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. This is The Dime, a 10-minute dive into the cannabis and hemp industry through trends, insights, predictions, and tangents. What's up, guys? This is The Dime. As always, this is your cannabis breakdown, combining both the science and the business perspectives, arguing over what is what. This week, we're talking about Cannabis U, a new generation of learning. After the recent election, five new states have decided to legalize cannabis for recreational and medical use. As the industry continues to grow with new companies appearing and existing existing companies expanding, the need with individuals with specific specialized education and experience rises. Kellen, first question for you. How does one receive experience or education to learning about how to grow in the cannabis market? You have to go work in the market. Or you can grow weed in your closet, but that's not gonna, not gonna really play well in terms of developing commercial agricultural skills, right? And I mean, unfortunately, that's just the way it is, right? I uh, can't grow weed at any university, I'll tell you that. I mean, University of Mississippi, but it's a lot more challenging than you think to get into that program. So unfortunately, the only way that that works at this point is getting involved in the industry, is going and working for a cultivation company. If you're, if you're growing cannabis in your closet, you can't put that on a resume, can you? And, and if, you, if you are doing that, how do you communicate that you have previous experience for some of these companies when you want to demonstrate that you are able to come in and contribute versus someone who says, I, I like pot and I want to be involved with it? If you have previous experience or you've grown cannabis at your house for years, how do you communicate that to some of these employers? Put it on your resume. I mean, I've literally gone through resumes with that. That's on their resume. And you can find an, a creative way to kind of say it on your resume, right? Like, don't put, like, I grew weed in my closet. But, like, you could say, like, managed a small botanical home garden, right? Like, that's one way to eloquently state that you grew cannabis at your house, right? And, unfortunately, all that says is that you've worked with the plant before. You know that it does require attention. It's not just a weed that grows, you understand that there's uh, complex nutrients and a watering schedule and that the plant requires different lighting times if you're doing it indoors, right? But unfortunately, at the end of the day, like if you're growing tomatoes at your house versus you're growing a field of tomatoes, it is very different. Yes, the tomatoes are the same, but it's a completely different beast, right? Like you're talking about doing math to mix 20,000 gallon tanks with nutrients, right? And hitting all of these proper metrics and testing waters and understanding pH and literally doing metric analysis on your watering tanks nonstop, understanding how to fix hundreds of miles of, uh, I I can't think of the the word for when they run tubing that waters things. 
You know what I'm talking about? Maybe. It depends. Like, is it the water supply? Like, like, are you talking about like the irrigation lines? Yeah, irrigation. That's the word I was looking for. So honestly, like if you're a plumber, you'd probably be more successful um, being a, a grower than you would if you just grew in your closet. Like the, that skill is more useful for a cultivation operation is plumbing skills than you growing weed in your house, backyard because it literally is just taking care of massive amounts of piping because you're just piping water and nutrients around to the plants. Yeah, my perspective is is pretty similar. Um, we differ on this aspect is I think the educational system in general is flawed and that I believe most people coming out of college don't have applicable skills to translate into contributing to organizations from day one. So organizationally, I would overhaul education completely, but don't think that's really the, the question as it is. I would love it if, if if having recordable skills coming out of college allowed you to come into organizations and contribute, but I'm sure some of these organizations that are large scale have solid trainings in place so that people come in and follow SOPs and other policies so that they can come in and contribute. And I think that allow them to scale as this industry grows faster and faster and people flood into this market. There's going to have to be an adoption of education and experience very quickly. And, the first thing people are going to have to do is going to have to learn these skills. And that's going to come with organizations teaching their employees how to contribute. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest thing, honestly, is getting involved with the right organization. Yeah. Because some people are doing it the right way. There's a lot of organizations that are being propped up by one or two really talented individuals from a cultivation standpoint. And then the rest of the organization is just a dumpster fire. Right. Are you, are you a worker? Are you a worker or is your company investing in you for a future team member? And unfortunately, it's the highest price commodity on the planet right now. But I think $2,000 a pound or something, right? So there's a lot of sloppy business being going that's allowed based on the profit margins that these companies are experiencing. Absolutely. Let's go to the listener question. Kellen. I want to get involved in the industry and I want to take classes to be involved in the industry. What question, what classes, what experiences can I obtain in order to make me an attractive individual in entering the cannabis space? So that's a broad, broad question. I think the, it needs to be more detailed oriented, right? Um, depends on what section you want to get into in the industry. If you want to get into marketing, if you want to get into extraction, if you want to get into analytics, if you want to get into cultivation, if you want to get into regulation, those are all, there's all different routes to get into those different areas, if you will. I will say though, that most of these larger organizations are at this point are only hiring outside of the cannabis space, period. They're not looking to hire someone who worked at a small cannabis chocolate company that made 10 or 20 chocolate cannabis infused bars, they're not going to do that. They, they're going to go out and they're going to hire someone who has a food chemistry background, who ran an industrial food kitchen for say Kroger or something. And that's who they're going to put into those positions. Right? So I think a, if, if you get involved with the right organization, potentially you have the opportunity to move your way up that organization. I just don't think that that's, really how these organizations are approaching hiring at this point, how they're approaching hiring is you have a line anywhere above manager is being 
picked from other industries. You cannot have cannabis experience to get those positions is what it seems like to me based on my conversations with those companies and based on just their the really bad taste in their mouth, right? Like, unfortunately for the space, a lot of the individuals who were qualified for those positions weren't really technically qualified. They just had cannabis experience, right? And at the end of the day, Cannabis experience isn't, uh, I, I mean, I'm going to downplay it a little, right? Like there's definitely some unique items that you need to understand from cannabis and how to work with it. But I think that those can be learned much easier than all of the other skills that are required in the industry. You're not reinventing the wheel when it comes to making chocolate bars, right? Like they've been making chocolates, chocolate bars and consumer packaged goods for a really long time. And there's a very, very established way of doing it the right way that is efficient and results in making money and creates a homogenous product. And those skills are learned in outside the cannabis space, right? And they need to, that's just the biggest thing in my opinion, right? Cultivation potentially is probably the, the lowest hanging fruit, if you will, in terms of getting involved and trying to work your way up from um, in the industry, right? If you are just fresh out of school and you're looking to get in the industry, cultivation, maybe, analytical chemistry, right? You could probably work your way up into an analytical lab uh, over the course of a decade with, if you come into it with uh, an analytical background. At the end of the day though, it's gonna be a technical job and you're gonna require a graduate degree, right? Like you will need a, a, a master's or a PhD to get into a director role in a analytical testing facility because that's what is required for any other analytical third-party testing lab, right? So at the end of the day, long, long answer short is that every different, every different sector requires different skill set, And I, I truly believe right now at this point that go get experience in a more established industry and then utilize that experience and apply it to cannabis and you'll be much more valuable, right? I don't think that it's a good, good advice right now for someone fresh out of school to just go and jump into some of these cannabis companies. I just don't think that the, you're going to be developing the skill set that you were hoping these, these industry, these companies are very new. They don't have SOPs in place. They're still trying to figure it out. It's going to be really stressful from a startup's perspective. You're, you may not even learn anything. You might even learn the wrong way where that way of, of doing things is not applicable in any other, at any other company, right? Because they decided to do something their own unique way. So I would highly recommend getting involved in a similar industry outside the cannabis space and then utilizing that on your resume to get involved in the, in with more established companies, because then you're going to be more valuable and you'll be able to demand a higher, higher wage. I disagree. I think now is the best time to get into the industry. Just have understood expectations of what you're getting into. Understand that a startup life is different than a standardized job and understand that you're going into an environment where there might not be someone there to help you. You might be asked to accomplish things just like you and you and I've done in our previous past where People have asked us to do things without helping us get there. And if you have the right mindset and the right kind of growth perspective of I can accomplish this, I know where my resources are, I know how to learn on my own, I can get into some really exploding opportunities. And I think the one aspect from the cannabis side that's really exciting is that these companies aren't really established yet and allowing someone that's brand new and eager to get in and learn can make a massive difference in this space. From an education standpoint, I see it changing pretty aggressively. I, I think there'll be become more of a insistence on teaching people the right way and having education being a formalized staple 
of helping people transition from, let's call it academia to industry. And I think that's going to take some time. I think everything you said is, is accurate about prior stigmas, but I think as we evolve as an industry, there'll be a, a bigger pipeline of people interested in, in investing their own time and experience into learning the right way. And, and from there, having teachers that have had experience, which is probably one of the hardest things to find is someone with actual experience teaching these classes is a real challenge. The science aspect, 100% right. If I was gonna provide recommendations, I would say the science route is one of the best ways you can go or pick up one of these seasonal jobs at some of these organizations. I think the first time you can get involved is the best way to do it, whether that's an internship or a seasonal opportunity. Get involved, read every resource you can. There's an amazing resources out there. Right now, we're in the information age with the internet just exploding. You can find resources, you can learn about these things, but it involves you putting your best foot forward and investing your own time and life into moving into the space. I think that's how you separate yourselves and others and, and really get yourself an opportunity to be on some of these exploding rocket ships. Yeah, I think that's a good view. It's 2024. Kellen has claimed federal legality with cannabis. Is there a major for cannabis cultivation, cannabis processing, cannabis analytics? Yeah, I mean, those, they are already in existence, right? University of Northern Michigan, Fort Collins, CSU, right? They see you as starting a program. Um, these, they're already in existence. They just, they have a different name at this point. They're called medicinal botanical plant extracts, right? So they're not tiling at cannabis, which then kind of is the loophole around federal legality, if you will. And I think then medicinal plants become their own kind of subcategory within whatever college they are at those universities. And then they spiral into more um, like I could, I could see like upper level, 300 level classes, if you will, at like a university after you've taken like your, I'm majoring in medicinal plants, right? Or medicinal botanicals, right? And then some of your upper level classes are going to be cannabis extraction or mushroom extraction, right? Because I think the next big one is psilocybin, right? Like organs legalizing it. A lot of the underlying word on the street from my network is that there's a big push from really big institutional money right now forming groups to um, approach that sector. I mean, there's a bunch of publicly traded companies now out of England that are strictly focused on psilocybin. So I think that the medicinal plant aspect will continue to proliferate. And it'll be interesting to see if universities truly take on those plants' names for classes, right? Like cannabis class or mushroom class, right? It'd be very an interesting situation, but th they already exist, right? Um, they're just titling them something different as a loophole. I mean, you can go take a class at Northern Michigan about testing cannabis plants with HPLCs for analytical chemistry, right? How useful they are, I have no idea. I haven't attended those classes I don't, the, I know that the individuals teaching those classes are probably very skilled and intelligent teachers, but I think that that kind of goes back to one of the biggest issues, in my opinion, with college education is that you don't, aren't properly prepared with the skills for industry. And I think that it, a lot of that is stems directly from the fact that I would say, and I, this is, I'm totally making this up, <laughs> but I would say probably 80% of college professors never worked in industry. They've been in academia their whole life, period, right? Like they literally went 
got their PhD, did their postdoc with their old grad person, started teaching classes, were like, oh, I need to go get a, a professor job. And then they went and got a professor job. And so at the end of the day, like doing things in academia is much different than the real world, like night and day different, right? Like, <laughs> and if you don't have that real world experience, it makes it more challenging to provide context to the information that is being discussed in just an academic setting. That's my two cents. What do you think, Brian? You think that they're going to start calling cannabis classes, cannabis classes? No, I think education is so slow to evolve with times and you can see it recently with the pandemic. The move to virtual was a challenge for so many universities and they're still not really sure what they're doing. And that's unacceptable in my mind. I, I tend to believe that these Coursera's and these more direct to consumer educational platforms will allow not teachers per se to educate the masses, but industry experience. So someone like Hans, for example, with tremendous cultivation experience, he could teach a class and his teaching of class wouldn't be essentially teaching, but more as this is how he does things and providing specifics on his experience and what he's learned because that experience is invaluable and him providing that roadmap to futures, to the future generation is what allows people to consume it and then be skillful as they enter the, the industry. Yeah, agreed. I think that's a really good point. And hopefully people like Hans will be willing to share the information and hopefully they don't end up with a bad taste in their mouth, right? Guess that's on us to make that happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.